Hello and welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading Show. We have been gone for a while, and that's because I've been dealing with a technical issue. Uh, the camera hasn't been streaming uh, because of power problems, so I just replaced the cord. I've literally just plugged it in uh, five minutes before this, so it could go off again if I'm wrong about uh, that being the source of the problem. But hopefully it doesn't, and hopefully this um, this stream works. Hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully you can see me. Hopefully this works. Anyway, um, maybe a good idea to start with a prayer and commit this to God. Uh, but thank you again for joining me. Why don't you join me in prayer as well? Heavenly Father, thank you so much that during the times of uh, trickiness and when we encounter problems, uh, we continue to trust in you more and more and continue to rely on you. And we learn to see how we need to depend on you in every step of life. So commit this stream to you. Thank you so much for the power cord. Uh, pray that it works. Uh, but more importantly, pray that you'll speak to us uh, through our reading today. I think we're looking at numbers or something. Yeah, pray that you speak to us through numbers. Um, help us to understand it. Help me to be helpful in reading it. And help us all. Help us all to apply it, um, to love hearing your word and to love applying it to our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading Show. Uh, my name is Calvin, and I do this thing. Uh, if you've never seen it before, I do this thing online, live, um, daily. Well, I'm trying to. I, I haven't been very regular in the past uh, few weeks, but I try to do it daily. I read through bits of the Bible, hopefully covering through the entire Bible in a year, hence Daily Bible Reading Show. And today, uh, we're looking at Numbers 26. In fact, you know what, um, I have it here on my screen, but I'm going to use my Bible instead. So let's look at Numbers chapter 26. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that we missed out some very interesting chapters because I haven't been able to do this over the past couple of weeks. So we missed out the bit with um, Balaam and Balak. You remember the prophet Balaam? Was he the prophet? Yeah, the one with the talking donkey. We missed out that bit. We missed out the bit uh, just before this uh, where um, there was a, an amazing amazing act of idolatry, really horrifying act of idolatry. And therefore, lots of Israelites died just in a chapter before. I think that was chapter 25, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, so 25. But today we've skipped through all that. We've come to a, <laughs> let's put it this way, a very challenging chapter for me to read, that is, uh, in chapter 26, and possibly difficult for you to listen as well. But that's where we are, and so that's where we're going to go to in Numbers chapter 26. So here it goes. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, take a census of the whole Israelite community by families, all those 20 years old or more who are able to serve in the army of Israel. So on the plains of Moab, by the Jordan across from Jericho, Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them and said, Take a census of men 20 years old or more, as the Lord commanded Moses. So just to pause there before we go through a very, very long list of names, <laughs> just to give us some context. We're in Numbers chapter 26, and we already saw that a census was taken right in the beginning of the book. You know, it didn't really didn't really, we already encountered this at the beginning of Numbers, and this is another one. So in the beginning, you remember it was Moses and Aaron, the high priest, but here is Moses and Eleazar, the son of Aaron. Aaron's died a few chapters back. In fact, Miriam died as well. Um, and now it's just Moses and Aaron's son who has inherited his role as the high priest. 
And this is after all those occurrences in between where lots of Israelites were killed because they rebelled against God, most recently in the, in the chapter before, because they fell into idolatry. And actually it was Eleazar, the son of Aaron, who stopped the idolatry by uh, skewering one of them uh, in a tent. You have to read that on your own in Numbers chapter 25. But that was part of his role, you know, as the high priest to enforce the holiness of God and to stop the judgment of God upon the people of God. So here, after all that has happened, several chapters on, uh, Moses and Eliezer are, are, are asked to count the people again, to do another census. And it's from the ages of 20 to 50. And it says here in verse 2, who are able to serve in the army of Israel. Hence, uh, this bracket, age bracket, is um, the age of men, just the men, who are able to serve in the army, you know, fighting men. So it's it's an estimation of how powerful Israel is, but also how many families there are. So hence the men. So let's pick up from verse 4. These were the Israelites who came out of Egypt. Here goes. The descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were through Hanak, the Hanakite tribe clan, sorry, through Palu, the Paluite clan, through Hezron, the Hezronite clan, through Carmi, the Carmite clan. These were the clans of Reuben. Those numbered were 43,730. The sons of Palu, the son of Palu was Eliab. And the son of Eliab were, sons of Eliab were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. The same Dathan and Abiram were the community officials who rebelled against Moses and Aaron and were among Korah's followers when they rebelled against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them along with Korah, whose followers died when the fire, fire devoured the 250 men, and they served as a warning sign. The line of Korah, however, did not die out. The descendants of Simeon by their clans were through Nemuel, the Nemuelite clan, through Jamin, the Jamanite clan, through Jacob, the Jaconite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan, through Shaul, the Shaulite clan. These were the clans of Simeon. They were 22,200 men. The descendants of Gad by their clans through Zephon, the Zephonite clan, through Haggai, the Haggite clan, through Shunai, the Shunite clan, through Osni, the Osnite clan, through Eri, the Erite clan, through Aradai, the Aradite clan, through Erali, the Aralite clan. These were the clans of Gad. Those numbered were 40,500. Ur and Onan were the sons of Judah, but they died in Canaan. The descendants of Judah by their clans were through Shelah, the Shelanite clan, through Perez, the Perizzite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan. The descendants of Perez were through Hezron, the Hezronite clan, through Hamul, the Hamalite clan. These were the clans of Judah. Those numbered were 76,500. The descendants of Issachar by their clans uh, were through Tola, the Tolaite clan, through Pua, the Puite clan, through Jashub, the Jashubite clan, through Shemron, the Shemronite clan. These were the clans of Issachar. Those numbered were 64,300. The descendants of Zebulun by their clans were through Sered, the Seredite clan, through Elon, the Elonite clan, through Jahlil, the Jahlilite clan. These were the clans of Zebulun. Their numbered, those numbered were 60,500. The descendants of Joseph by their clans through Manasseh and Ephraim were the descendants of Manasseh through Machir, the Machirite clan. Machir was the father of Gilead through Gilead, the Gileadite clan. 
These were the descendants of Gilead through Iazur, the Iazurite clan, through Helic, the Helicite clan, through Azrael, the Azraelite clan, through Shechem, the Shechemite clan, through Shemida, the Shemidite clan, through Hefer, the Heferite clan. Zelophehad, son of Hefer, had no sons. He had only daughters whose names were Mahla, Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Tirzah. These were the clans of Manasseh. Those numbers were 52,700. These were the descendants of Ephraim by their clans through Shuthala, the Shuthalahite clan, through Becker, the Beckerite clan, through Tahan, the Tahanite clan. These were the descendants of Shuthala through Iran, the Iranite clan. These were the clans of Ephraim. Those numbers were 32,500. These were the descendants of Joseph by their clans. The descendants of, ben descendants of Benjamin by their clans were through Bela, the Belite clan, through Ashbel, the Ashbelite clan, through Ahiram, the Ahiramite clan, through Shufam, the Shufamite clan, through Hufam, the Hufamite clan. The descendants of Bela through Ard and Naaman were through Ard, the Ardite clan, through Naaman, the Naamite clan, these were the clans of Benjamin. Those numbered were 45,600. These were the descendants of Dan by their clans. Uh, through Shuham, the Shuhamite clan, these were the clans of Dan. All of them were Shuhamite clans, and those numbered were 64,400. The descendants of Asher by their clans. Through Imna, the Imnite clan, through Ishvite, the Ishvite clan, through Bariah, the Bariahite clan, and through the descendants of Bariah, through Heber, the Heberite clan, through Malchiel, the Malchielite clan. Asher had a daughter named Sirah. These were the clans of Asher. Those numbers were 53,400. The descendants of Naphtali by their clans were through Jazil, the Jazilite clan, through Gunai, the Gunite clan, through Jezer, the Jezerite clan, through Shilam, the Shilamite clan. These were the clans of Naphtali. Those numbers were 45,400. The total number of the men of Israel, wait for it, was 601,730. So that's the total number of all the fighting men between 20 and 50 in Israel at this point of time, 601,730. It might be interesting to go back and compare with the initial number that it got at the beginning of the book. I think uh, a couple of chapters on into the book. Um, let's see, um, where where are we? Um, yep, so in chapter 2 um, of Numbers, all those in the counts by the divisions number was 603,550. Here is 601,730. So, a slight dip, lots of people killed. And actually considering that a number of years had passed, it's interesting that the number had only dipped slightly. Uh, quite a few have been killed by the plague. Again, in the chapter before chapter 25, when they disobeyed God and there was this plague. And also uh, it mentions uh, somewhere in, in the beginning, the sons of Korah, there was a rebellion that was also and resulted in people being swallowed up by the earth. Again, we missed that chapter. Uh, but yeah, lots of people killed in the desert. Let's pick up from verse 52. The Lord said to Moses, The land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Each one is to receive its inheritance according to the number of those listed. Be sure that the land is distributed by lot. 
What each group inherits will be according to the names for its ancestral tribe. Each inheritance is to be distributed by lot among the larger and smaller groups. These were the Levites who were counted by their clans through Gershon, the Gershonite clan, through Kohath, the Kohathite clan, through Merari, the Merarite clans. These also were Levite clans, the Lipnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Mahlite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the forefather of Amran. The, <coughs> excuse me, the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the descendant of Levi, who was born to the Levites in Egypt. To Amram, she bore Aaron, Moses, and their sister, Miriam. Aaron was the father of Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, but Nadab and Abihu died when they made an offering before the Lord with an authorized fire. I'm glad actually the camera isn't cut out, so it looks like the power problem is fixed. Praise God. Verse 62, all the male Levites a month old and more, number 23,000, they were not counted along with the other Israelites because they received no inheritance among them. So, yep, so we have the Levites counted at the end, but not part of the census. Um, and that's because um, for a few reasons, the Levites uh, were not to be counted amongst you know, the fighting men. They're also not those to, who had then to give offerings to God, but they were themselves an offering to God. They were set apart. And out of all these Levites, there were three clans in particular. That's why they were singled out in the beginning of the list of Levites, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. If you remember back and somewhere in Numbers, uh, they were uh, kind of like delivery men, uh, transporters. Um, they had to carry the ark. They had to carry all the furnishings. They had to carry the tent. So these three clans had to carry... Um, all these the bits and pieces of the ark as everyone traveled together in the desert. And then, but then he also mentions that there were other tribes uh, in Levi. Uh, they weren't serving as holy transporters, but the tribe as a whole was still set apart for God. Um, and also he mentions then the descendants of, um, uh, well, not descendants, how then it descended into Moses, Miriam, and Aaron, how they descended from Levi. So, yep, and so altogether, the number of Levites, a month old or more, interesting, they count them from a month old, number 23,000. So, okay, verse 63, and I think that might be because, if I'm not, again, I might be thinking, go and check this on your own, um, all firstborn Israelites were meant to be dedicated to God, and as a replacement for them, you know, each Levite man was to stand in place of a firstborn Israelite son. Yeah, so that's the kind of function of this special tribe set apart from all the other tribes. Uh, oh, but also it mentions that the reason why they're doing the census is because God fully expects to bring them into the promised land. And once they get there, you know, a big piece of land, they're going to distribute parts of the land to the different tribes, and it's according to their size. So you're a bigger tribe. You know, you have more people, and as they count them now, so they're going to be lotted a bigger space in the land. So that's why they're doing the counting now. Uh, later on, when Joshua goes in, I guess he's going to have to refer back to this list to say, aha, okay, all right, you guys had this number, so this percentage of the land goes to you. But God also makes it a point to say that it's meant to be done according to lot. Uh, verse 55, be sure that the, the land is distributed by lot. That means... Um, I, actually, I don't know how they how they do that. You know, I I think I'm a, I'm very um, uh, uh, in Chinese culture. I'm very affected by Chinese culture by a lot. Usually, you have like dice or some kind of like you know you have a cup with those uh, like 
ice cream sticks and then they have numbers on them and you shake the sticks and then the sticks fall out. Oh, that's a lot. But I guess they have a different uh, kind of uh, mechanism than maybe the Urim and the Thummim, uh, a way of determining which piece of land to which one. But the idea was that if you did it by lot, God would determine the lot God would determine who to receive the land. So it would be fair, on the one hand, because it was this according to the number, but it would also be according to God's design. And you know, God would determine you would get this piece of land, you would get that piece of land. So both went, um, went hand in hand. You know, it's fair, but it's also uh, in accordance with God's will. Let's finish up the last few verses, verse 63. These are the ones counted by Moses, and Eliots are the priests when they counted the Israelites on the plain of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Not one of them was among those counted by Moses and Aaron, the priest, when they counted the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. Oh, wait, not one of them was among those counted when they counted the Israelites. For the Lord had told those Israelites they would surely die in the desert, and not one of them was left except Caleb, son of Jephani, and Joshua, son of Nun. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So I didn't realize that. So not one of them was among those counted by Moses and Aaron when they counted the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. So this is, is it 40 years later? It's a really long time later because it says that everyone who is counted in that original census, you know, the 603,000 uh, that we counted, they looked back in Numbers chapter 2. So that number, all of them died <laughs> because God had said, they would surely die, verse 65, they would surely die in the desert. Not one of them was left, except Caleb son of Jephani and Joshua son of Nun. Wow. Oh, I didn't realize that. So all of those guys, all of them died. And this number, which is like almost a refreshment of that number, it's almost, it's almost the same, is it? You know, 600,000 more or less the same, is actually all their descendants who were below the ages of 20 when the last census happened and wow you know all of those people died can you imagine that am i am i am i reading this correctly oh wow that's that's really incredible so it's it's kind of dark as well because you know this is a second counting because they need to count it because all of them died and so they had to count the new number of people who were going into the promised land and so yeah Oh, that's incredible. Really shows God's foresight, God's seriousness, and pouring out his judgment on the people that said, you know, he'll pour out judgment. You remember that he said that they would die because they sent in spies. They did not believe God's goodness. They sent in spies who gave a bad report about the land that God was giving them. And so they said, we're not going to take this land. And as a result, you know, um, God judged them. God said, you know, you're not going to get this land. You're all going to die in the desert. So they were wandering, 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 and they died in the desert incredible yeah and the only two out of that number only two people out of that 6300 thousand 6300 603,000 <laughs> um, oh that only two was left over uh, uh caleb son of jephani and joshua son of nun only these two spies who gave a good report about the land and said they could take it and at this point of time well, a lot of time has passed. So, yeah, interesting. Well, what a twist, you know, after that long list of names. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay, all right. How's that? How's that? Numbers chapter 26.
Uh, let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for your word um, that is so sobering, that reminds us of the reality of our rebellion and the reality of your judgment over our sin. Thank you, Father, that as you look forward to entering into the true promised land into heaven, uh, there is that assurance that our sin has been paid for. Uh, we, are, we have been rebellious. We have sinned against you. But it is through the death of our true high priest, through Jesus Christ, uh, that we know that we'll get there, that we know that we have that inheritance. We know we won't be lost along the way. And we have this assurance that uh, you have opened up the way to you. So, Lord, um, bearing this in mind, bearing in mind how those who rebelled against you fell in the desert, uh, help us not to fall. Help us to stay firm. Help us to have that confidence that we will get there because of Jesus, not because of our own goodness, but because of his faithfulness. And help us to hold on to that, to look forward to that, and to set our hopes in him and in that destination and not to lose our way along the way. Uh, thank you again for your word, for this encouragement, for, um, yeah, for everything, even for this live stream working. Thank you for the power cord and thank you for sustaining that. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining me. This has been the Daily Bible Reading Show, Numbers chapter 26. Uh, hopefully, we're back on track. Um, see you in the next one. Take care and God bless. Bye. Oh, forgot how to turn this off. Okay. Bye-bye.